The following audio is via a Skype call. You are listening to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact. Master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how our influence affects everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy to implement steps. Get ready to achieve your greatest potential. E3 Influence Radio starts now. Wow. Hey, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to join Sarah Luce today talking about what I think is one of my favorite things to talk about. You know, the idea of expansion. And the re- and it's funny, we were just talking about this before we were uh, prepping to come on the show. You know, less is more making room for expansion. How do we do that? What, do, what can we learn about less being more? But more importantly, what can we learn about what the universe does when there is a vacuum? For those of you out there, you probably know who Sarah is, but this fabulous show, this show we're doing here, E3 Influence Radio, when do we think about what our impact in the world is and what we can do to master it? Sarah has created an amazing opportunity to look at the relationships of activities, the relationship of consciousness, the relationship of success, and doing it in a way that enables all of us to step forward in the most expansive, enormous, easy, energetically ever-flowing way. Today, you're going to hear not only about her private mentoring and about her work, but we're looking at very, very closely, everyone, we're looking at this idea of less is more. Why, when people say less is more, does the hair on our back of our neck just get right up, stand up right up straight because we don't want to hear it? Sarah, it's great to have you. Less is more, right? We know why, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks. It's so good to be back. I love that you said that, you know, the, the hair on the back of our neck stands up. It's so true. Um I think that this entire topic we're going to talk about today is really when we shine a light on what we're resisting. And so that's why the hair stands up. It's what are we resisting that we're even completely unconscious of um, that is it's really about our weakness, our weak spots. And um, I really am excited to to get into this. You know, the last time I was here with you, Pat, talking, we were we um, had a show about personal norms, and it was really about recognizing our values and how we could put our values in action, and just really trying to create like awareness around what we value and how we can bring that to life in our work, in our home life, and everywhere in all of our experiences. And you you almost can't do that until you've also looked at, or they go hand in hand. You, you got to look at where are your weak spots? Where is it that you're really hiding from your growth? And therefore, expansion is, is, is going to be um, stagnant and not happening for you unless you, to, you really dive into this, right? Right. So, 
we, we usually talk about less is more as this concept. I think most people, it's like um, a design concept or something so simple. But when we really get into what it's about, it's really about those areas in your life where you have an absolute sense of lack. And that's, I'm really pausing on this because I want everybody to take this in. It is a concept of showing us where we are hoarding or um, really trying to overcompensate for a place in our lives, in our beings, that we feel lack. Mm -hmm. And we really need to explore where is that lack and why is it there? So the less is more concept. I want to, I'm going to take a sidestep really quick. The less is more concept is so valuable because if you look around us, we live in a world where people are absolutely, um, well, we're, we're, we've mastered the art of overconsumption. So it's, we see it in like, the mass retailers, we see it and the, um, everything is, you know, we have to have, you know, the bigger homes and we have to have more clothes and we have to have more vacations. We have to have more, 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 more. And I really want to just kind of shed a light on, you know, that is causing so many different levels of mm -hmm. down in our world, uh, just from we're running out of resources to maintain that. Um, we're, you know, there's just so many ways where we're seeing this personal waste show up. And so it's damaging, like the tangible things around us that we see. I mean, what I want to talk about today is, is in a more insidious way that this greed, this monster called greed, this like need to have more is really tapping us out. And the most powerful outcome of our attitude of gimme, gimme, I need more, I need more, um, is, is genuinely unseen. And so what's really bizarre is when you realize that that attitude, well, I believe it really seeps in. It's, it's like a virus in our computer. You know, it takes over every single application and operating system piece unit that we have in our mm -hmm. world. So it, it takes over our ability to have higher vibration energy experiences. In other words, you know, when, when we're so focused on our lack and I need to fill that void with stuff, then what we realize is that we, we have a lot of difficulty feeling joy and gratitude and enthusiasm and just peace um, or even connection. So I'm going to go through a lot of examples later, but I just really wanted to kind of, I, I feel it's important to set mm -hmm. so everybody gets how it's just rampant around mm -hmm. us, and I don't well, know that we're always aware of it. Well, let's. Well, I think we should give people a couple of examples now because I think sometimes, you know, um, I've always wondered in my life, you know, why I just I do all the right things, Sarah. Like, okay, um, and I have to tell you, my I'm probably like a lot of people when I sit down and do a vision board. Before I, the glue is even dried on it, the stuff is starting to manifest. And, you know, but what I've learned about it is sometimes faster than other times. And what I want to ask you about is this idea of what needs to happen. So, for example, when I was asking 
to the for the 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 network to grow and expand and to reach more people back in the day, right? When it was the crust busting your way show, it wasn't happening. And then what I realized is it couldn't happen. There was no way that I could handle one more thing because it was just me. Have you ever run into that? Oh, absolutely. I think we all do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And especially, I mean, I want to get too off topic, but Mm -hmm. especially when we're in the mode of I can do this by myself, I can do this alone. Mm -hmm. And then what we're really doing is the energy of that is about controlling, like solo, me, controlling this. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a whole nother conversation, but absolutely in, in, in that, um, what is, what happens in the universe is that we have to clear a path for and make room for and be ready for this expansion that we require, that we desire. Let's use that desire mm-hmm. is what we think we need is not what is best for us. But so this is really all about having not just this space for it to happen, but having the right energy mm-hmm. for this beautiful expansion mm-hmm. to happen. Is that the gimme gimme? That's the gimme gimme. Yeah. So there's so much going on in this topic that it's, uh, I've got a, so much ground to cover. I'm going to try to keep this pretty surface level today. Although it's, there's some really poignant points in here. And because it's so, such a very deep topic and it's going to be different for everybody, it shows up in different ways. So you said, let's let's give some examples so people are brought in. All right. So um, one of the most obvious things that I know a lot of the younger generation is doing today, and frankly, it's it's like making its way up to all ages. So I can't really just say it's for younger people. But social media, why is social media so prevalent today? Why is it that we've become completely attached to social media? Well, social media, and one of the things I always say is really look at where you spend your time because your time spent shows you what you value. But if you're not feeling peaceful and yummy about it when you're done, then it also can show you where you're feeling lack. So this whole conversation is where do you feel lack in your life? So if most people spend most time with social media because they feel lack of connection or excitement or joy in their own lives. And they feel like if they stay there a little bit longer, maybe they can connect with others more. And that's a big one. I mean, Mm -hmm. most of us, it's a, you know, it's a primal need that we feel connected to others. Mm -hmm. But I think that's why social media has and around in the for the wrong reasons become super successful. It's it's just highlighting our lack of connection. Another example, um, you know, an obvious one is a lot of people hoard things, items. So you have a show all about people who are hoarding, hmm. and to understand them. I mean, for me, like I'm all about sparsity. I I love I I I people get mad at me because I throw things out faster than you know. You know, then a lot of people go, you didn't even get to enjoy that. But I really like things sparse and, and, and um, open and limit, you know, not, not cluttered. But so I don't understand those people unless I decide to do this exercise. And that is so much about people feeling they don't have enough, can't get enough. And so, again, they're trying to fill the void with mm-hmm. 
emotions, right? Like yes. they probably have something in their childhood of that that goes back to poverty or maybe, you know, post-war when there was a depression, a lot of the people mm-hmm. are in that age group. And it's like we, you know, they have to save because you never know what's going to happen. And I never had enough. So I'm just going to keep getting more and trying to fill that void. It's an energetic thing. It's not, that's what I really want to point out. Most of this work, it's about an energetic shift it's not about the physical things that you start filling it with. Women, and, and well, not, again, I really shouldn't generalize, but I can just call us out on it. Most, most women love clothes and shoes. And why, are, why do we have to collect so many clothes and shoes? Well, that, that gimme gimme, is really about I, I lack self-confidence in feeling beautiful. Mm-hmm. so that my clothing or my shoes hopefully will fill that void for me. So what's really important, I'm going to go into even deeper ones as we get into the, you know, after the break, but what's really important is to recognize, you know, what, why is it that we are so challenged to recognize where our needy spot is? Those blind spots are really hard for us to see. And so people like me, and by the way, I have my own mentor and mentors. We all need someone who can help us point, like find those blind spots, find those places in our lives where we're trying to overcompensate. And why are we overcompensating? Because there's some energetic place in us that we don't aren't aligning with the energy for expansion because we have lack mentality. Mm. And yeah. that is huge. Yeah. So, well, the other thing we could do is we could go ahead and skip break if you want, because I know we have a lot to cover here today. And um, I want to make sure that, you know, this is one of the most important conversations to have. It's understanding what you've just said, but then putting it into the context of how do I change my life? And I know that's what you do to mentor people. You know, you literally, you know, say, look, this is what I've learned. Now let's put some things into action, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's keep going then, Pat. Yeah, let's do it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, um, I want to point out one thing that is, is really interesting. All my work is spiritual. I am unapologetic about that because I'm really about connecting on a soul level, the communication with your soul and what happens when we're really in our highest state of being so that we can be the most beautiful, powerful version of ourselves possible. And I really want to point out that what I have become exceptionally aware of is that we lack nothing. And that every single one of us is absolutely perfect and amazing and everything we require is already here and within us. So I really want to start this by saying that because it's so powerful and important to understand. And I, when I talk to so many people that, you know, they do the, huh, (laughs) (laughs) I will be honest, like, listen, Pat, you're still on your journey, right? I'm still on my journey. We don't stop. I never, ever want anybody to think like, oh, Sarah's like, thinks, you know, she's got it all wired. It's so hard for me. She doesn't understand. No, 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 no. I've done all my work too. And I continue to do my work. And so it's just what continues to show up and, you know, how it shows up. And we just have to have the tools and the knowledge awareness to be able to work through it. 
So it's where in our lives we feel lack um, and believing, believing in any way, shape, or form that we're not already our most beautiful version of ourselves. We just have to uncover it. And I, that's what I do is I help people uncover it. So um, one of the things that I think is super important for shedding a light on this is where do you compare yourself to someone else? Yeah. It'll really help. So if you can mm-hmm. ask the question, where do I compare myself to someone else? Then you're going to really have a greater understanding for where the doors need to be opened in your life. Right. Yeah. And so I'm going to go through these right now. And I, what I recommend is I call it a personal detox. Perfect. So that means this personal detox is how am I going to figure out where this place is that I most need to work on and how am I going to work on it? So the personal detox um, looks like spending 90 days just really being aware of, focus on one area, I'll get to that in a second, where you are going to choose to eliminate all the extra stuff that you've been collecting, it can. It, it, there will be tangible signs <laughs> that uh-huh. you've been collecting that offset your lack mentality. Because we're not lacking in any way, shape, or form when we finally get this with the opened up and and we do the work. And then knowing that, I'm just going to put it out there. It, this isn't easy stuff. I mean, I it's positive radio talk, but and it's all po- the outcomes are like crazy powerful and positive. But we got to do our work. So just if you want to do this, just, you know, it's like the the um, cautionary advisory at first. You will feel discomfort. It's like the hair on the back of the neck going up that Pat just talked about. You, because you know that's your that's your ego and sensory systems going like, hang on a minute. I, I don't know if I'm ready for this. It's not going to be so fun. But if you can trust that doing this will give you outcomes that are so crazy miraculous. I'm, let's break that down. Miracles happen when you do this stuff. Miracles. Like you'll be like, how the heck did that all just come together? Because I couldn't mm-hmm. possibly in my little pea brain thought of it myself. Okay. So it might be discomfort, some discomfort, but you're going to go through it. So what is the personal detox? Okay. So for example, I mean, the obvious ones that I, I kind of don't even want to go into, we talked a little bit about hoarding items. It could be that for you, you, you overeat and your thing about overeating, it's really getting into what does that mean for you? I'm going to tell you, it tends to be something about self-love and self-nourishing. Like, are you like really willing and able to nourish the deep soul of yourself? Um, some people, uh, a, a great example, I, I am going to raise my hand and say, this was me. Um, for me, I realized my um, sense of lack was showing up, believe it or not, in my work. And what I was doing was that I thought, my gosh, there's so many workshops and books and resources out there now, other than my own, <laughs> that I thought I had to be like just mass consuming what everybody else was doing. Mm-hmm. So I had the most expansive library of self-development books and spiritual books and it, you, all of that that you could ever possibly imagine. And, you know, attending or at least signing up for tons of workshops and stuff, just as I thought I had to really keep up. And I'm going to tell you, I think many 
healers and coaches and stuff do this. It's like, oh, I've got, I got to stay ahead. I got to stay ahead. I got to know what everybody else is doing. What happens is you end up in overwhelm. You're so bombarded with everybody else's thoughts that you can't hear your own inner voice. Mm, Right. And so I, my mentor was amazing. And she said, you've got to purge. And I was like, what? Oh my God, no. (laughs) Um, I had to purge like 90% of all of my stuff. Meaning I, I literally boxed up all of my library of materials and then got to a place where I could just sit and recognize and really believe that I lack nothing, nothing. I already have all the work is in me. I mean, I know for a fact, as you know me, Pat, my work mm-hmm. is through spirit. I, yeah. I get to do this work. So reading and cramming my brain with other people's materials and ideas, well, that's not going to work because I'm trying to control it. It goes back to that notion I said before. That's about us being in control. So... And I had to sit in that place and figure out what I thought I lacked by every single thing I'd purchased for the last, I don't know, nine years. It is so revealing. It's, it's spectacular. And I will tell you, like, once I had done that work, like sitting down, I, I mean, it, t- it, it, could take, it could take days, it could take weeks. Oh, right. Yeah. Know who you are and how deep you want to go into it. But sitting and looking at all of these resources I'd collected because I had a lack mentality, thinking I might lack, you know, enough information to really be the most brilliant mentor I could be or whatever. When you get to the other side of it, I was repulsed. I was like, how much money have I spent believing I wasn't enough? Yeah, I, I think that is, you know, when you look at it from a psychology point of view, the idea of not enough, of being not enough, having not enough, you know, it is one of the primary contributors to fear. And, you know, if we're in fear, then we're not in faith, you exactly. know, right? And so yeah. there's no limit to how many things we might purchase, acquire, accumulate, whatever the language is, yep. to really try to stuff our fears. But in the end, what you're talking about is, look, whether you're going through your house room by room, one room at a time, and saying, I'm going to go through here, and I am going to really cut away the stuff in here that I really don't need, I don't look at, and make room for what could what could come. I think that's part of what you're talking about. Oh, absolutely. And a great way, I always like to say it too. I I heard this once before and I was like, oh, that is so perfect. Um, It's really making way for who we choose to become versus who we've been or who we no longer want to be. Right. So we've gone through stages of our lives where it's like, I, I don't even do whatever the sport is anymore. Why do I, why do I have all this stuff around me? That's about this, you know, this athlete I used to be. And I really know that's not my full identity mm-hmm. of it. Um, so it's really taking down all these things that we've identified ourselves with mm-hmm. the things that we feel we need to identify ourselves with. The word need is super important. And you're absolutely right. It's 100% out of a place of fear of not being enough. And, you know, that at the end of the day, isn't that really what most of our personal Mm -hmm. work is? So I'm going to go back to this notion of faith, too. Yeah. 
I'm so aware. Um, I mean, what I love about my work, I believe, you know, I've been asked many, many times why I'm different than other coaches. And I struggle even with the word to label like what I do. Is it coaching? Is it mentoring? Um, Is it counseling? You know, is it therapy? Is it, you know, whatever. And some of those words legally I can't use just because it's not where I have, you know, a degree or whatever. But um, I struggle with that only because I really know that my work is about connecting people back to their highest source, which for me is the word God. And some people, you know, can't use that word. It might be spirit, might be source, might be whatever. I just know that when you understand that you crave that connection and that that connection will change your life and that you stop being so attached to all these worldly things that are, you know, we're only using them to try to fill that void. Um, And it's not ministry. It's not, it's different. And it's a place where I think religion and spirituality and coaching and self-development, they just all overlap. But it's very clear to me that faith is the foreground of the work. So as you said, and I've said it many times, you know, you can't have faith and fear in the in the same place. Mm-hmm. It's basically either or. So I'm really teaching people to surrender to the divine unknown and really believe and trust that the most exquisite experience or, or life um will show up for you if you really can just surrender and trust. And um, so there, I'm, I'm going to move on to some other examples, Pat, if that's okay, because yeah. I think. No, no, please do. That what I'd love is that whoever's listening, that, that you might identify with one of these examples that I bring up. And then if it at least sparks some, something in you that says, oh gosh, that resonates, that hurts a little, that that's me, that you'd be willing to take 90 days and play with this, like really explore it and see what you're learning about yourself and how fear is taking over in your life to make you believe you're less than, that you lack anything. Um, And if you'd be willing to surrender that energy and be open to being shown this way more miraculous divine way. So I talked about for me, you know, this overconsumption of materials so that I could be the best coach or whatever I could be. Um, it happens also for people who are, I know I have a lot of women that I work with who do just tons and tons of outreach. You know, they do, um, they're really engaged in their communities and outreach, whether that's, you know, with civic groups or whatever, they could be doing mission work, they could be doing um, you know, leaders of organizations, um, charity organizations or school organizations or whatever. And I find that they really have a hard time saying no. You know, I always laugh and go, you know, no is a complete sentence, (laughs) but they (laughs) overcommit, right? We know tons of people in our lives who overcommit and then they have so very little to give to any, you know, really, um, to do that job as best they could. And they really have no, no love or time left for themselves. And that person, it's like, what is that about? So that's hoarding experiences um, without recognizing you're actually hoarding those experiences and their lack. And what does that point to? Well, I feel strongly it's their need to be needed. And, and when you really pause and go like, ah, 
am I, is that what this is about? Mm-hmm. Then we need to go and explore what needing to be needed is about. Mm-hmm. And aren't you already needed enough? Yeah. And, you know, so that's a big deep one. I mean, I could literally take each one of these yeah. samples and do an entire show on it in and of itself. But I just really want to get some people thinking out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe magic in here for me too, right? Yeah, and that's what, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this idea of motion, momentum, and magic and yeah. what that means. You know, when we're taking a look at less is more, making room for expansion, what is it that we can say we'd be willing to give up? Sometimes one of the things we're willing to give up is simply not adding any more, not adding any more for the moment to hit the pause button when we come back. We're going to be talking about when we tap into motion, momentum, and magic, how then does it open the door for us? Uh, When we come back, Sarah's going to tell us a little bit more about something very special she's created for everyone. And she's got some great, great uh, testimonials to share with us about the people she's worked with and how this Motion, momentum, and magic comes to real life every day. Stay tuned, everyone. When we come back, we'll give you lots of information about Sarah. That and much more. We'll be right back. Take your own journey with the angels with Claire Candy Huff's Heaven Sent Guided Angel Meditation CD. Letting go of concerns and living in the now. This beautiful CD walks listeners through practical exercises to help free them from the burdens, worries, and concerns of daily life. Walking a quarter of the way across the bridge, you see a bright, emerald green light and sense a loving presence. This is Archangel Raphael's green healing energies, nourishing and revitalizing you. Take a moment now to bathe in this green healing light. Giving you much more than just relaxation and stress release, this wonderfully narrated CD provides vivid visualization, soothing and inspiring music, and an angel's choir that will bring you peace, clarity, and a newfound awareness. Visit angelhealinghouse.com today. Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. Defining success and putting minds to work. With the Higher Learners Career and Leadership Series, Rudy Racine will help you craft your personal definition of success, offering support and guidance as you move forward towards your goals. Take the leap. With the right mix of focus and motivation, anything can be achieved. Tune in every first and third Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 Eastern. And for more information on Rudy Racine and Higher Learners, visit Rudy's site at higherlearners.com. That's H-I-R-E learners.com. The knowledge book currently studied in 39 countries and 15 languages around the world accelerates our evolution, takes us out of depression, offers universal truths, protects us, and makes us stronger, both spiritually and physically. So if you are interested in the knowledge book, 
visit usa.thenowledgebook.net and tune in to The Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasik on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Yeah, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for tuning us in and turning us on E3 Influence Radio with Sarah Luz here. Own your impact, master your world. Today, Sarah's talking about less is more, making room for expansion. And before we get back into looking at what happens, what happens, right? When we just look at that motion, momentum, and magic, before we take a look at some real-life examples, success stories, I love that. Um, Sarah, now, look, I know that you have several ways you work with people, but one is private mentoring and mentoring programs. Tell us about this particular one and uh, how people can find out more and or have a conversation with you. So my favorite way to work with people is um, private one-on-ones. And I right now have a few openings for the three to six month program. What tends to happen is people will start one and they'll go and keep going. This is amazing. So I have to leave room for people extending that into nine months to 12, but I have some openings and the way it works is if you're really thinking about finding the most amazing other side of your life, the, mm-hmm. the, the side of your life where you're working at your highest, that you are mastering all of your stuff and like really committed to, you know, getting your life on track in the best way it could be. I really encourage people to um, check this out. So all I'm asking is that we have a personal conversation. Um, It's a free 30 30 minute consult. And uh, we talk about what you're trying to accomplish. And I talk about my, how I support you and how it works. And we just, it's it's a little like dating. You want to make sure that both parties are excited and enthusiastic and feeling good about what we can work uh, accomplish together. So if you want to do that and you want to learn more about my private mentoring, um, it doesn't matter where you live. I have clients all over the globe and technology really supports us. And we do that by Skype or phone, whatever works. And um, so you're just going to email me and it's Sarah without an H. So S A R A at Sarah com, And it's S A R A L oos.com so sarah at sarahloose.com or you can go to my website if you want to check out um, more information read some testimonials Um, the clients that i've worked with really have had some extraordinary results so you can check that out and again it's just sarahloose.com awesome um and so you know this really uh let's just kind of bridge the gap here a little bit you know, between this idea of uh, and more than an idea, this action of motion, momentum and magic, because, you know, those three things are super important. First of all, motion is about doing something. Momentum is about doing something over and over and over and over again. 
in a way that the thing you've done previously is less than what you're doing now. Just building up an acceleration. And the magic, of course, you know, we have our own interpretation of that. But I love magic for sure. Um, and, and, And let's talk about how you've incorporated that in to the mentoring and what kind of results do people get? Yeah, so when I work with people, every everybody's situation is obviously unique and different as, as much as they are. And so what I do is I, I um, work with them using lots of modalities and tools that I'm trained in and just um, figure out where they're true, their largest blind spots are. So that's where their sense of lack is. Um, If we can address that immediately, then we can overcome uh, some really hindering behaviors or, or, you know, outcomes that they're, that are presenting themselves right now. And so I, I dig in deep and it, and I have to say this, Pat, because, you know, just as I was just saying that, I was like, oh, this thing drops into my head. It's like every time I say I dig in deep, everybody mm-hmm. kind of cringes too. And they think that it's going to be painful and that you're going to have to be in like these, you know, you have to go back to your childhood and tell me your worst stories. That's not how I work at all. I want to be really clear. Um, I think especially if you look at the testimonials that my clients have put out there, um, it's, it's, for the most part, it's completely painless. I, I'm not going to go through, you know, it's my, my unique way of doing things, but we don't tell our stories. I don't mm-hmm. have to talk about your stories. I circumvent the stories because I go to the energy of, and we shift the energy of that. And people are blown away by what happens. And then you get homework assignments. You, I, I really believe in, I'm not here to just fix everybody because, well, first of all, you're not broken. But second of all, it's really about you learning how to be aware of the negative energy that shows up and how you just shed it. Like you can do that layer by layer by layer. And when you have that awareness, I'm really about empowering people so they can do their own work. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, wanting, needing to work with me to survive. It's really about empowering them so that they can be their best on their own. So, the motion is we start the work and I give you um, a path to follow and an assignment that you do. The momentum is really about like you start doing that and then I'm really like the coach or cheerleader or the, you know, when you go to the gym, you know, the, the person that's like, you know, you can do this and, you know, do it more. So you really do. It, it's about every day choosing to take the action again and just reminding you of how powerful the results are going to be because it's, you know, none of us, like we start weight loss, you start, Mm -hmm. you know, building your muscles in the gym. It's starts off with some discomfort. It's not like it's only discomforting because it's not what we know and it's not what we're used to. So it's really important to have someone there that can encourage you. Um, I also am going to say add to the momentum pieces when you're doing this work If you're, you know, if you can have an accountability buddy, if you're not, you know, like a coach is the most perfect accountability buddy, but you can also have an accountability buddy that's a really trusted friend of yours that maybe is wanting to do this a similar thing. And so that you together are encouraging each other so that you get the momentum and you're remembering this, this can work, this can be amazing. And then the magical results happen. So 
that's it, it sounds pretty obvious, but it's yeah. super important to point out mm-hmm. because I can't tell you how many people I've worked with who I have to ask them like, well, did you do the assignments? And they haven't done their work. And you know, I, you're wasting your money and time if you're not really going to commit to taking some action steps over and over and over again to make this work. And I think that that's candidly <laughs> in our category in the self-development and spiritual area. It will probably every area of life. It's people don't really have like dig in and, and commit to, you know, doing what it takes to have the real change. So anyway, that said, what I'd love to share is there are some amazing things that have happened with clients that I've worked with that do this work. And I'm going to, I'm going to stay focused today on the stories just around this whole less is more because there are lots of different kinds of success stories based on the different places that we shed, you know, shine the light and do our focus so one of my favorite ones, um, a client, I'm going to call her Kim, just for her privacy. Um, she had lots of performance anxiety. And um, uh, her whole thing was that she was really, really um, trying to find lots and lots of ways. I think a lot of people today, I'm finding this more and more, because we have so much access to workshops and resources. She was spending just tons and tons of money trying to figure out what her higher purpose should be. Mm -hmm. And that, that is obviously, everybody's talking about that. That's really kind of the buzz of today is like, what's my higher purpose? And, (laughs) and, and I don't mean to sound trite about it, but you know, at the end of the day, when she's gone through all this, you learn there's there's actually different language, and I don't want to even go there, but you learn that we're here to be just pure love, and we're here to just enjoy this experience and to find any and all examples of ways so that we can enjoy our experience here. That's what that's what spirit wants for us is just to just be in joy in life and that we get to have this life and we get to do all these things. And we kind of cloud that with all of the clutter and stuff that we put around that, that again goes back to our lack. So this Kim was really had lots of performance anxiety and was really like, I, I have a hard time even being in front of people. And I really have a hard time speaking to people. And I, and she was just really, really, um, concerned that like her light was going to die out before she ever got to do what she wanted to do. And she has, this amazing uh, sense of purpose, which I think a lot of us do. And so I worked with her to figure out what was really going on behind this performance anxiety and her, her fear. And the fear was all about being seen. And, you know, that there's a lot of chords that go in with that. But what's beautiful about her was that she had been asking everybody else, obviously, what she should be doing and asking everybody's opinions. Um, She had actually spent so many years listening to everybody else's opinions that I'm going to say she forgot who she was and what really helped her to shine and made her Mm -hmm. joyful. She's actually a brilliant creative. I don't know that, like, when I first met her, I don't know that I even would have believed she was a creative. She felt very engineering-like 
Um, she felt very mechanical and methodical and had no, no stories or anything that had anything to do with her creative talents. Well, fast forward, having gone through all this work, she's actually discovering that she is a brilliant creative. And I genuinely believe that her work is about doing um, intuitive art classes and helping mm. people uncover just these wonderful pieces in themselves, healing themselves through art. And it's like she's come alive. She's a different yeah. person. Like yeah. I, you can recognize her. It's phenomenal. Um, and she's just happier than she's ever been. So a lot of, you know, along with that, like and, uh, tension and stress that was in her marriage is dissolved. Tension and stress that was between her and her children dissolved because she's actually come into herself and the truth of who she is versus what everybody has told her. And I mean, she's doing, I've seen her do live Facebook videos. I've seen her do, um, uh, she's scheduled, you know, scheduled workshops and is leading those. And the performance anxiety has disappeared because she's not performing anymore. She's being her authentic self. And it's just in just this beautiful place. Um, another client that I have, um, I'm going to call her Liz. Okay. <laughs> she was, she, we helped her eliminate all the busy work that she had. Um, she kept herself inundated with projects that, you know, when I would talk to her about like, well, how important are these and, and what are they going to do to your bottom line and why are you doing them? Um, and I'm trying to keep this brief because I can tell we're, we're getting to the top of the hour. Mm -hmm. But what a, she, another one was that she just, in this example, she also really came into her personality and, and stopped. Um, she eliminated a lot of things on her schedule. So she carved out time in her schedule to just do some mindfulness practices that allowed her to stop it, it literally at her office. Cause I love to work with career people who think that they have to compartmentalize their lives right now. Like, you know, there's the home life and there's the spiritual life and there's the work life and they don't go together. They have to be at different boxes and different times of the day. And you were one being and we're always present and all those pieces of us are always present. And it's, it's great to learn to not compartmentalize and let them all be there at the same time. So I taught her to carve out time in her schedule at her office to actually do some mindfulness practices, which of course at first she was really uncomfortable with, but she started doing those mindfulness practices. Um, it's not just meditating. It's really focusing on, seeing the people in her office as trustworthy, seeing the clients that she's working with as um, being open to her ideas and the brilliance that she can bring to the table and the productivity that she had after doing this work and getting comfortable with recognizing that the spiritual side of herself can show up at work. It's crazy how it changed her productivity at work, but it also she became a different person because she wasn't so tense because again, when we're in that mode of lack and we're like cramming, like she felt she didn't have enough time in the day to get everything done. So she filled her calendar with meetings. It's like, and the mentality of, I can't get it done. So the, it was counterintuitive for her to like get rid of a bunch of meetings and just sit in silence and do some of these practices. She's way more productive. She's way more at ease. 
And when I say productive, it's like the, the, her create creativity, but just more brilliant in her ideas and her thinking. And it comes much more quickly. So the struggle went away and, um, she's constantly, you know, sending me little emails about guess what I accomplished this time. And it will be like projects kind of like you, Pat, when you really yeah. want to expand the network and yeah. add channels and do this, do that. It's like, are you, are you making energetic space so that it can happen? And in order to make the energetic space, it's frequently not what you think it is. Right. It's you not know, and, space. And, yeah. And the other thing, too, that you said, and I really want to point to it, is the fact that one of the things that we got to be willing to give up is the notion that uh, things are hard. And, you, you know, somewhere along the way, somebody made up a story that transformation is hard and takes a long time. Yeah. Now, that's not magic. And so, you know, we, we have to decide what we're going to believe in. But if you think it's hard, Sarah, it's going to be hard. If you think it's going to take a decade, it just might take a decade. Can I um, for two seconds? Yeah, sure. I really want to repeat what you just said. Okay. So you said, basically, if you believe it's going to be hard, it's going to be hard. You've mm -hmm. got to decide what you believe in. Mm -hmm. I want to repeat that. You have to decide what you want to believe in. Yeah. So if you want to believe that there is a universe and divine support system that genuinely wants to make this easy for you, that genuinely wants you to be happy, that genuinely wants you to be the most brilliant version of yourself, exquisitely created to be a light and a force that's just beyond our imagination, it'll happen and it'll happen fast. The, the movement happens fast. The magic is there. And then, but the majority of people don't believe that. They don't. Or they think they do. They kind of are walking this, this um, initial version of self-development, which is, I call it like the kindergarten level of, of quantum physics, where they, you know, you can do a vision board and all that. For you, Pat, like you said, you do the vision board and before the glue's dry, the stuff yeah. And true because you are aligning with the energy and belief that like hell yeah I can have this of course I can have this why can't I have this right yeah yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's what we're talking about today too is you know we started the conversation about you know gimme gimme which I I actually love you know there's something magical about the notion that I can ask for something and the universe is so abundant that I'm not logically trying to figure out why I can't have it. And, you know, this is really part of looking at expansion in uh, motion. And, you know, to have this notion that you talked about during this and that you work on, you know, you work with people in your mentoring program on how to develop their own sense of faith and belief. Um, for me, it was all about conviction. I would measure how strongly I felt or believed in the thing that I was doing in the moment. You know, on a scale of one to 10, is my conviction strong about this or not? And so, you know, this is part of a much bigger conversation that gets weaved into the work that you do. Um, Sarah, thank you for today. I mean, there's so much of this that people can find out about if they get a hold of you. Um, would you tell folks again, 
how they can contact you, how can how they can get this private mentoring and change their lives. Absolutely. Um, I really encourage you, shoot me an email, S-A-R-A at S-A-R-A-L-O-O-S dot com. So Sarah at com. shoot me an email. Tell me uh, this is who I am, this is what I want, um, and give me your phone number, and you'll get a personal phone call back from me within 48 hours, um, or one of my assistants will call, and we'll get you scheduled to have a conversation with me. That's a free consult. Um, not much is free in the world, <laughs> but it's important to me. We have a, a conversation, a dialogue about what you want to achieve and what's going on and how I can support you and what that would look like. Um, how the mentoring program works, you know, what it costs, what's your investment. And I do say investment because every single time I have chosen to get the support I need to go to the next level, it's paid off in spades, way beyond I could, I could ever imagine. And, um, so it, it's really about, you know, change your life, choose today to actually change your life and get loving, compassionate support. Um, and you know, you're the cheerleader for making it happen. And that, and that's really, it's, it's just really that simple. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Sarah Luce, everybody, Sarah, thank you so very much for today. Um, and again, for those of you out there, please check it out. Go to Sarah's website, saraluce.com, S-A-R-A. Uh, it, for those of you out there, just the spelling of Sarah, everybody spells it differently. Um, and I want to make sure that you all know it's S-A-R-A-L-O-O-S. Right, Sarah? We got that nailed down, don't we? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Thank you all. We're going to take a shorty. And when we're back. We're going to be talking about something here that we were just talking about. We're going to be talking about how how I found God in everyone and everywhere. Thank you for listening to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact. Master your world. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. If you missed any part of this show or want to find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit saraluce.com. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.